Welcome back to the Grand Island Independent Podcast Series, Back to the Past, sponsored by the Stir Museum, bringing history to life. And remember, if you think museums are boring, you're doing it wrong. In this episode, we will take a ride on the train. On board! We'll find out about the historical marker of the St. Joseph and Grand Island Railroad, which is located in Donovan. Now, you may ask... There are no tracks in Donovan. Ah, we will get to that. Michelle Sedlick, Vice President of the Hall County Historical Society, joins me on the show to talk about the St. Joseph and Grand Allen Railroad. Welcome to my time machine. Let's set the time machine to 1880. Here we go! First of all, there was the St. Joe Railroad and then also the Grand Allen Railroad. So how are they connected? Sure. So um, if you've ever driven down Highway 30 heading to Kearney, and you've noticed that there's more railroad traffic um, on the other side of Wood River than there is on this side of Wood River. Or if you've driven um, up Stolly Park Road or Highway 34 and had to stop for a train and ever wondered why, you know, those tracks were there. Um, or, you know, if you've wondered too, every Hall County community that still stands today is on a railroad track except for Donovan. Hmm. So again, if you've wondered about those things, there is a really good explanation. And that explanation is found in a marker that's on the south side of Donovan about the Grand Island St. Joseph Railroad Line. It's interesting that it's in Donovan and there was no railroad tracks there. Well, actually, there were railroad tracks oh. there. And that's that's the whole thing. Okay. Is, um, the marker uh, designates where the railroad tracks were. So... Uh, the Union Pacific Railroad was in a great race to build a transcontinental railroad. And so it came through Nebraska mm-hmm. in the 1860s. And so that's when Grand Allen first got on the railroad line, okay. as did Alda and Wood River. So during that time, these uh, magnets like Jay Gould and some of these others that we, we <laughs> refer to sometimes as robber barons, but they were, <laughs> they were um, entrepreneurs and they were trying to build the Western Railroads. So the Transcontinental Railroad was built uh, connecting the Eastern markets with the West Coast, but there were people wanting to see other routes. And one of those routes was from Kansas City, getting goods to and from Kansas City. <laughs> and so uh, the St. Joseph to Denver line, as it was originally called, was built in St. Joseph, of course, as you know, is in Kansas City. So that St. Joseph to Denver line originally started, and that actually went to Hastings, Nebraska. So a group of people um, in the area wanted to make that line a little bit more uh, palatable and a little bit more exciting and getting some more connection. So they built a 21-mile stretch from Hastings to Grand Island, And then it happened that where it went through, there was a settler along along the way. His name was Berger, and he owned a stage station along the, the trails. He actually was involved in helping to plat the town of Donovan, which was on that new railroad line. Hmm. And so that railroad line was very active. Again, it connected basically Kansas City to all markets in the west and, and to all markets in the east through Grand Island. So about what time did that start then? That was in 1879 that railroad came through. And it was, that line was active all the way until about 1914. Hmm. And then what happened in 1914, which is why today if you're driving down Highway 30, you notice there's more railroad traffic farther west of Grand Island than there is east, is in 1914 they decided to make a more direct route and they went to Gibbon. Ah. So essentially that line for the for the most part, was abandoned. It was still used at some for some things, 
Um, if you've ever noticed that it goes past like where Shimmers Lake is, which is Hall County Park today. So there were a lot of people that went you know, down that way on the railroad line and everything. So the railroad itself did not officially abandon the whole line until 1989. Wow. But there is that two-mile section that still goes from the Union Pacific tracks in Grand Island out to the coal-fired plant south of town. Hmm. So that's where you see those tracks that cross over on Stolly Park Road okay. and Highway 34. That was that original St. Joseph line. So imagine, you know, back in the late 1800s, early 1900s, that was as busy of a route as it is, you know, going down 2nd Street with wow. the railroad. Hmm. Interesting. Coming back, we'll talk more about the St. Joe Grand Allen Railroad. What exactly did they carry? Michelle Setlick continues to join us here on Back to the Past podcast. Stick around. Take a step back in time at Stewart Museum in Grand Island, Nebraska. Conveniently located just off of Interstate 80, Stewart Museum features unique historic and experiential opportunities for people of all ages. We're open 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. daily for you to check out our beautifully curated exhibits, Living History Railroad Town, and new STEAM Learning Center with educational activities for the kids. Visit our website for more information at stewermuseum.org. Welcome back to the Back to the Past podcast. been talking to Michelle Setlick the Vice President of the Hall County Historical Society, talking about the St. Joseph and Grand Allen Railroad. Found out a little bit of history about the railroad, but what exactly did they carry? Michelle, would you tell us a little bit more? Everything. Uh, people, cargo. Um, I have this ad here from the Union Pacific Railroad, because it was part of the Union Pacific Railroad. The Union Pacific took it over. Um, they acquired it pretty rapidly. And um, so it was talking about express trains each way daily from... Um, places like St. Joseph, Kansas City, of course, to all points, you know, Can uh, Hastings, Grand Island, Fremont, York, Minden. Um, it had they had fancy Pullman sleeper cars. Oh, wow. They had reclining chairs, so you could mm-hmm. really travel in style okay. when you're traveling on the passenger <laughs> side of it. But then, of course, the freight. You know, that was that was why there have been so many communities um, that were established during those settlement days that are no more. And every community that's still standing in Hall County today was on a railroad line. And again, Donovan, people don't think about Donovan being on a railroad line, but it really was on an active railroad line until about the 1914 um, era. So uh, Donovan, Carrow, Wood River, Alda, Grand Island, every one of those communities were still standing because they were on a railroad line. But places like Berwick, Cameron, Abbott, Ovina, you don't hear of those anymore. Mm -hmm. Um, they didn't have stops on the railroad. Wow. That interests me with the carrying people because my grandpa worked for Union Pacific mm-hmm. uh, in the early 1900s, and he was a baggage guy. Right. So he, he loaded baggage and stuff, and then he also did security. So he was with them for 49 years, mm-hmm. and I think he started right around 1920. So Sure. Yeah, so pretty interesting. So, yeah, Grand Island has been a railroad town um, since the earliest days, and... Um, like I said, most people don't realize. They know that we have the Burlington tracks, you know, crossing over the UP tracks right now. Um, there was a big thing about getting the Burlington here when the UP was already here, but then, of course, bringing up that St. Joseph line, too. So Grand Island was really a central hub for transportation uh, with the railroads, and, and a lot of it, too, came from that St. Joseph line that came up from uh, Kansas or St. Joseph, Missouri, mm-hmm. 
up through Hastings and then up through Donovan to Grand Island. So that's the only current uh, Hall County marker in Donovan, correct? No. No, is there another one? No, there are actually um, two markers, three markers um, west of Donovan right now. There is the um, Campbell Massacre. Okay. Um, Well, it wasn't the Campbell... The, it was the Indian Uprising, and the Campbells were involved, and okay. so that's where, by where the Campbell graves are. And actually, it wasn't a massacre. The, the Campbell children were actually taken prisoner. Um, and then there's the Fort Kearney Road that went through that way, which, again, was, of course, on the original wagon trails. Right. Um, and then farther west is the Martin Brothers mo- uh, marker. Oh, okay. Uh, so there's actually three other markers in Donovan right now, but as part of the Hall County Historical Society's centennial celebration in 2022, 2023, we're going to place 12 new markers around Hall County and every community in Hall County is getting a marker. So Donovan is actually going to be getting another marker and that's going to be in downtown Donovan about how uh, a botched bank robbery destroyed uh, half the town from a fire. So, so yeah, there's a, there's a lot of history and these, these historical markers um, that are out there are really great outdoor classrooms that you can go to. You can learn a little bit and hopefully you become a little bit inquisitive. And, and again, think about things like if there was a railroad track here, where did it go? Okay, I know that there's a railroad track that goes past Hall County Park. Is that part of it? What was the, the story behind that? And so that's what we really hope with these historical markers is we really kind of let people know some of these events that happen and hopefully they want to start exploring it a little more on their own. I don't think there are these markers, but uh, is there any way to do it or have you done like a QR code where people would just kind of scan the marker and then find out the history of what's going on there? We have not yet, but actually that's one of the things that we're talking about. And History Nebraska actually has a mobile app that you can access. And so if you're driving around Nebraska and you have this History Nebraska app, if you're close to any one of these 500 state historical markers that are out there, it will pop up and tell oh, you cool. that you're getting close to it. So you can stop and, and see what was you know the history of that area. Yeah, neat deal. Very good. Yeah. So and, I said- and that's one of the things, too, is um, these markers, once they're actually placed, they're property of the state. And um, markers have to be in a location that are accessible to the public 24-7. And if something happens to the markers, like the marker at Donovan um, had some damage over time, Mm -hmm. there are funds through the Nebraska State Historical Society Foundation to replace these markers so that they will stand in perpetuity. And I was just there last week and it looks great now, Mm -hmm. so it looks really good. That wraps up another edition of Back to the Past podcast series from the Grand Island Independent. I want to give a big thank you to you for listening to Michelle Sedlick. Vice President of the Hall County Historical Society for coming on the show and talking about the St. Joseph and Grand Allen Railroad. Tune in next time for Episode 3, where we talk about the Poor Farm Cemetery. Back to the Past podcast. Written, voiced, and produced by Josh Salmon. Copyright, Lee Enterprises, and the Grand Allen Independent 2021. I'm your host, Josh Salmon. Hey, we'll take a ride in the time machine next time to the Poor Farm Cemetery.